0: going on everyone welcome to another episode of of the love of cinema where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck this is episode 262 broken up into parts a and b 262 a posting on 125 we will be discussing scream and 262 posting on 128 we will be discussing the amazon the amazon original the tender bar directed by george clooney which i think is very important in the discussion of that movie I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as he does every week, is my co-host, Roger Ghostface Stillian, and our lovely permanent guest, Chris, ma- Master of the Man Sciences, Vaughn.
1: I mean, I'll take that one.
2: Swing and a miss. <laughs> yes. No,
1: no, no. That one's good.
0: I would imagine. I've never seen Chris in a bar, but I, I, I imagine Chris has his A game on. He does all right. He, he's, he's all right with the women. <laughs> I would am- the of links. the two of you. I think Chris would have better game. I'm not sure
2: though. I don't. I agree. love that you said with the ladies.
0: Well, I mean, sure, fine, whatever. But Chris, I give you the master of the man sciences. Enjoy. Well, that. I appreciate that.
1: All, all I, all I want to say is I wish Ben Affleck was my dad or your uncle. No, pretty just my dad would be fine. All right, fair.
0: <laughs> Gentlemen, how are we this week? What's been going on?
2: Um, it's snowing again.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so cold in Georgia.
1: A a lot of things are happening again.
2: Yeah, Yes, Yes, they are. uh, I bought a house again. That's exciting. When is is move-in day for you? Soon. I don't know exactly when, but soon.
0: That's exciting. How long are you going to give yourself to move all your crap over there? Less than 20 days. That's got to suck, man. That's got to be like a monumental task for anyone to move all their stuff from one house to the other. Well,
2: I mean, here's the thing. When you're moving, it's the best time to throw shit away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of the stuff that's not already moved will never get moved. <laughs> It'll Good. be into the dumpster, homie. What, what are you going to What are you gonna just throw away? I don't know. There's, I mean, there's plenty of old stuff that's been sitting in the back of a closet, you know, for however long. And stuff that clearly isn't needed anymore. That'll either get thrown away or donated to a charity of my choosing. Of you know old clothes stuff like that I, okay good i'm sure there's aged uh dead electronics that have no value to me anymore that somebody might enjoy you know i have a whole <laughs> box full of just random wires <laughs> i think we all have that at this point i haven't every I haven't every man has middle. that box yeah. Every
1: man has that. I
0: mean, we all, we always it. think that we always think that sometime we'll need those cords. We never we're never going to need those cords again ever, but we can't. Well, I remember. know what'll
2: happen, right? Is I will throw that away and then I will need some of those cords, of course. Yeah, that's that's how that is how it works, especially resetting stuff up after a move. You know, mm-hmm, most likely mm-hmm. time,
0: of course, that will that that will inevitably happen. we not 100% going to happen, indubitably. Indubitably. Do you guys watch anything besides what we watched for the show this week?
2: Hmm. I How was, I did, how's Peacemaker
0: going, Roger? I don't want you
2: don't, don't get into a full discussion, but are you enjoying it? The first three episodes of Peacemaker, the fourth one just came out a couple of days ago, so I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I mean, it's it's insanity, And like the best kind of insanity. So as long yeah. as it's well
0: written and clever, I saw the first episode. I I, I was pleasantly surprised. It, it moved well. It's paced well. I like John Cena's character. So I mean, I can't say anything about it. You know,
2: he's ridiculous. He's yeah, just a ridiculous awesome. human. He's like he's a cartoon character of a person. But so. I, that's what
0: they're going for though.
2: Yeah, so that's yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: What about you, Chris? You watch anything other than what we watched for the show? Yeah,
1: I wa- I watched Hotel Transylvania with my kids. Oh, good. How did they like that? Uh they they loved it. Good. How did how did movie reviewer Chris like it? <laughs> it was okay. It was okay. okay. Yeah, it, it 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 wasn't bad. The movie's the movie's silly in its premise, which whatever it's Hotel Transylvania. But sure. once it we gets we talked it, about
2: the third one on this show. Yeah, yeah. Many, you know, episodes ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but uh, it's actually, it, it's more fun than I thought it was going to be. It's entertaining. I mean, those movies are supposed to be fun and entertaining. So if it did that, then it served its primary purpose.
0: So good, good, good. Where would you, what number would you give it? Uh, I'd probably give it a six and a half.
2: All right, fair Ooh. enough. Yeah, I don't think bad. we're going to get to that one. That's almost the same score Grayson gave Joker. Think about it. It's true. Okay,
0: first of all, where would you put Joker? I'm gonna put an, I'm gonna put a put the kibosh on this discussion. Joker is a seven. <laughs> That's not a bad score at all.
1: You know, I like how you say you're gonna put a kibosh on it, as if you have a choice in that matter.
0: <laughs> I'm aware. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, um, I don't think seven is a bad place for Joker to be. If Joker is definitely not an eight and a half or a nine, so I, if anything, I'm off by one point. I'm okay with
1: that. So <laughs> seven just seems so low for for so many reasons. We'll have to see what Andrew Garfield thinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let <laughs> ask him
0: later on. And we'll uh-huh. God Almighty. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm sure Andrew Garfield hates me as it is, so it's
2: fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm glad you're sure. All right. I watched. You know what <laughs> I did watch
0: this week is um Gone Girl. Man, that's a very tense movie to watch. And what's it I forget who does the main woman in that one. Um, same girl who did I Care a Lot, Marla Grayson. Who is that? Oh, that's um, you know we we just watched I Care a Lot maybe like months ago. Yeah. She oh, does. She is so
2: Rosamund,
0: good. Um, oh, Ro- Rosamund oh Pike.
2: Rosamund Pike. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's um. She is such a good villain. It's incredible. She is so good at what she does, man.
2: That Gone Girl, is so good. <laughs> My
1: wife was really excited about that movie when it came out, and I can't remember if she was pleased with it or upset about it because she because she read the book.
2: It was a big book, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a big deal.
0: I mean, that's a big, big deal. Big director. Everything. Everything about the movie was huge. So yeah, I watched that. What? Oh, I watched Role Models is on Hulu. I, ah, good. I really enjoy role model. That's a, I think that's a well written movie. I really enjoy and that one.
2: Nice, nice costume. You like that? <laughs> you got it out of your mom's closet. I'll stop the quote there. <laughs> we, all it's, we all know what's coming next. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I watched uh, Tenant is on one of the movie channels, so I watched Tenant again. I think I liked it more the second time. Honestly. So that was that was kind of nice. And uh nobody is on rotation oh, on HBO. Yeah, yeah, so no on
0: nobody's on HBO Go. I, I watched that one as well. What I will, I will just
2: continue to watch that. So it's such nobody
0: a movie. rules. Yeah, nobody is a very, very good I mean I mean we talked about it. It's very John Wick esque, but that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. So yes, yeah. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Good. I'm glad you guys watched um watched some stuff. Good, good, good. All right. This is episode 262 of 4 of Love Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. is posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's jump into the box office. As no one would have, there's no surprise for like the fifth week in a row. Spider Man, No Way Home, bringing in an additional 14.1 domestic, bringing it worldwide to 1.69 billion. That's almost Ooh. 1.7 billion by itself. And I don't almost. know if you guys heard that Um, Tobey Maguire is signed on for another one, at least another
2: one. I think he's going to be in Multiverse Madness, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That would
0: be super cool, man. It's just, I don't know how they're going to keep all that straight. <laughs> But I mean, look, I, I just... I mean, listen,
2: I just want insanity. That's all I want. Well,
0: you're going to get that with Multiverse of Madness. That's for damn sure. You're definitely going to get that. All right. Number two, as a surprise to no one, Scream is having another great weekend. $12.4 bringing it worldwide to eighty-four point nine, So basically $85 million. That's a good for Scream... The re Scream 5 into Scream. Sing 2, two. still number three. $5.7 million, $241 million 241000000 dollars Good for Scream, or sorry, sorry Sing 2. I was at Scream 2. Good for Sing Scream 2. Too. <laughs> Musical four, thing. <laughs> number four, Redeeming Love, 3.7 million, bringing in 3.7 million worldwide. Not great, Not great. The King's Man, I'm happy about this. 1.8 million, 105 million worldwide. I'm happy that movie's still getting some love.
2: Hold on, hold on.
0: Fine, but I don't like it when these big budget movies don't make at least a budget back. That's just that's just that much more that we're going to get more big budget movies. So I have to just want that. So there's your box office. There's there's absolutely no surprises there, none whatsoever. I don't. I wouldn't think anyway. Where's the new movie? Not there, obviously.
2: <laughs> there was a new movie that came out this week, folks. It was called Redeeming Love. Oh,
0: that's sorry. That was that was number four. Number four. That right? wasn't it? point Three, 3. seven worldwide. That's not great. Oh, not great at all. Yuck. All right, let's let's look at some stuff coming up on the release schedule schedule. We got okay, this weekend, this past weekend brought us the King's Daughter. Roger, why don't you tell us a little something about that for a second?
2: Uh the King's Daughter was made eight years ago and has been stuck in uh movie hell since then. So we will probably never ever talk about that movie. No,
0: I mean I can't imagine, but I mean it's we. Well, have because to listen, imagine.
2: It, imagine. So I have no idea what this is about. I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but imagine if it's about a girl, a young girl, you know, and then it's this is like her story about being the king's daughter, and then we get the movie almost ten years later, and she's a full grown adult woman. Well,
0: that's <laughs> it's it's Kayla, it's Crawl Girl, Kayla Scodelario. Mm. Yeah, so I mean she yeah. was already a star before this anyway. So I mean it's just. It's unlikely we'll talk about that. Was she a star eight years ago? Oh, I don't know. I mean, possibly not. I would imagine she was someone, but maybe not a star. Like, make a star. Crawl
2: is an incredible film. Crawl
0: is a very good little movie to watch. It certainly surprised the hell out of me that that much, I, I will say. All right. We have. So that's the 21st, January 28th, which is just. It just has clean the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild and Disney Plus and Sundown. It's in theaters. And adventures 4th, of buck wild that's where that's the ice age adventures of buck wild that's on disney oh, Plus. Though. I thought that thing, that, okay. so that that's a that's a ice age movie that's an ice age movie but it's it's only it's on it premiering on disney plus and then january 30th and imax only the beatles get back so we don't actually have anything coming out next week either so next week's going to be another hotel transylvania week and maybe sing too i i the week after that i mean so
2: who knows uh so. the jackass collection
0: yeah well february 4th Jackass forever, Moonfall, and forever. the Wolf, the Wolf and the Lion.
1: Now, see, this is where I can take over the show. We can talk about Arcane and Demon Slayer: Train to Mugen. So uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a good week. Good week.
0: Jackass, the Jackass trilogy, uh, the, the, the critically acclaimed Jackass trilogy. Which, okay. I don't want to take up too much time with this but i i got in kind of an argument with my friends today or not my friends over a mass text my friends back we're not your who, friends who tell me yeah thank you who
2: tell me that, <laughs> i believe that's co-worker who, no, roger,
0: <laughs> I, I, I want you to give me i want you to give me some of that roger logic here about they say there's no value in jackass i say all, that's intellect. Friend,
2: your friends are just as dumb as you
0: are thank you for that i appreciate that, that as, as yep. you are i appreciate that part I argued that there was, of course, value in Jack. I mean, Jackass helped pioneer an entire way of filmmaking. It helped yep. it helped it helped usher in a new age of comedy. I mean, albeit for for be it for good or evil, it still did that for the industry.
1: You know, and all those
0: movies that they give jobs to
2: people, you know, I mean, I don't see how that's no value. I just don't. Well, the thing is one, they're wrong just about it having no value. But if you don't want to watch the movie, fine. Who cares? That's up to you if you ever watch a jackass movie. Because listen, jackass ain't for everybody. But to say it has no value, I mean, they make good money.
0: Yeah, right? I mean, they have like a, a budget of like seven million dollars and they always make upwards of a hundred. So they
2: make great yeah. money. So they make plenty of money. The people that do it seem to enjoy doing it because they have like this little weird jackass brotherhood now, which is hilarious.
0: Um they've been doing this since like the mid nineties. Yep. But I mean back when they were CKY. I mean, they've been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and these same guys who are now broken and battered. I mean, I've I've watched some excellent um documentaries talking to these guys about Let's talk about your career on Jackass, and they will they will start by saying our bodies are absolutely twisted and broken. We are Best mental, time of their lives. We are medical marvels. <laughs> we shouldn't be alive right now, but we are, and we enjoy what we do. And I, I can't, I just, I have a hard time agreeing with they have those movies have no value. I just have such a hard time with that
2: with that statement. I mean, listen, there are plenty of movies that are way worse than Jackass. I
0: agree. I mean, even, I mean, one of them brought up the point it encourages that kind of behavior in people. And I, and I get on jackass. There are professionals. There's always a medic. There's always an ambulance. There's always professionals there to like, whatever, whatever goes wrong, they deal with it. It happens. I don't think they encourage that because even in the beginning of all the movies and all the episodes of the show, they put on the thing and says this disclaimer, do not try any of this. We are professionals. We have money. Well, don't, don't. Do I mean, that.
1: your, your kind of point could be, in all your years that Jackass has been around, when was the last time you were walking down the street and you saw someone doing something stupid? You know what I mean? I mean, people like, do it,
0: though. People definitely do it. But, I mean, that's – it's not like they're – I mean, Jackass is doing everything they can to make sure that people to – you know, even though it's exonerating them on the legal standpoint, they still don't want people to attempt this. Because, you know, high school kids doing this, they don't have the ambulance on standby. They don't have medics on standby, EMTs. They don't have cranes on standby. They don't have all this equipment on standby just in case. So I mean that's just I don't know.
2: I just I really kind of I really kind of like thought about that for hours afterwards. Like the one the one thing jackass has done for America is let you know that it is still funny to hit your friends in the nuts. Always. In all
0: sincerity though, in all sincerity, the past 2 years that we've had, this might be, I mean, people might actually flock to this. In the dungeon. jackass <laughs> will
2: bring America
0: back. <laughs> I mean if you this watch- is our this be this begins
2: our redemption. Wait, hold on hold,
0: on, hold on, hold on <laughs> If you watch the the trailer, the thumbnail for the trailer on YouTube and the one I posted, the trailer I, I posted on our on social media from YouTube, the, the the thumbnail is some guy about to get hit in in, in the balls by a
2: heavyweight boxer, heavyweight MMA fighter. Heavy, yes, MMA.
0: I don't care who you are. Let's. That's funny. Like, I mean, that might be that's the greatest. That might be the greatest thumbnail ever. <laughs> like, because I mean, there's there's little to no intrigue there. You know what's going to happen. You know exactly. But like, is that is that a big deal? If you oh, that's jackass. That's just stupid comment. See, I just I don't. I just just I'm I'm just I'm talking in circles now. I just disagree with it. I I can't. I would love for someone to really try to defend that it's got no value. I I just even as a film, I just I don't think that's an accurate statement. So I'll just I mean,
2: uh, it ain't Shakespeare. No,
0: <laughs> it's. I mean, Knoxville's not an idiot. I mean, him his producers are not idiots. They've figured it out for twenty plus years, almost thirty. Years. No, they are. They are
2: very rich.
0: Yeah, they're very. I mean, they know how to handle business too. So, I mean, I just okay. Moving on, but we're gonna have to take a look at that one in just a few weeks. Now. I'm very excited. I love Jackass. I love all the documentaries. All those guys. I love Johnny Knoxville as an actor. I'm very excited. Um, let's talk about okay February 11th, Blacklight, Death on the Nile, Marry Me. That's kind of a heavy week. February 18th, Dog uncharted February 25th Cyrano studio 666 and starting off March the Batman which I saw the new trailer for the Batman I got it I'm I'm more hopeful than I have been for the Batman with the new trailer I don't know how you how, you, how do you feel about that Roger the
2: Batman.
0: yeah I'm I, I, don't, I don't know I just I want it and we did post a, a story on our social media if you want to check it out it is how long is it Roger with credits uh, three hours. Now, why do you think that's a problem? Let me ask
2: you. Okay, so I complain all the time about movies being too long, okay? Listen, some long movies do have good value in them. Obviously, like, Avengers Endgame was a very long movie, uh, the longest superhero movie ever made. This will be the second longest if they don't trim it down anymore, and they're probably not going to. Um, The thing is is we have seen the Batman origin story many times, so I don't need an hour to see Thomas and Martha Wayne get gunned down in the street, right? Do we need that? But who says they're going to? Well, okay, do you think they're not going to?
0: I think there's a chance we see it alluded to. I don't think we get that scene again. I don't think we ever get that scene again. Maybe if there's a reboot 20 years. I mean, that's,
2: that's the issue that I have. If this movie's three hours long and it takes me 45 minutes to get to the point where Bruce is, you know, alone with Alfred, that's a problem.
0: That is a problem. I don't think though. I mean, I don't, I can't say because I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but I really don't think they would spend that much time.
2: Well, that'll be something we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll have a lengthy discussion on. When uh, when that rolls around.
0: But you're right. I don't think we need it. I mean, if there was a reboot in 20 years of the Batman, then they need it. But we don't need it right now because we've seen it within the past 10 years a number of times. So that's, I mean, maybe 15 years, fine. But we've seen it enough times. We know what it happens. It's just. But in the annals of history, if you look back on this movie 100 years from now and there's not the death of Martha and Thomas Wayne, would you ask, why didn't they put that in that movie? Yep. I mean, so, I mean, it's kind of a weird damned if you do, damned if you don't you know, catch 22 kind of discussion. But anyway, we'll get to that, but that's starting off March. And I honestly don't think, I mean, the way things are going, I think some of these may get pulled. I don't think we're ever going to see top. Gun. I don't think we're ever going to see top gun. I don't think we're ever going to see any of the avatar movies. I just don't, I just don't think they're going to release them until this whole thing's done. And well, what's avatar.
1: We all knew we were going to see avatar. You're the one that thought we were going to see avatar.
0: Well, okay, hold on. So we talked years ago, wasn't it? roger the christmas of 2019 that was supposed to start the star wars avatar star wars avatar really star wars
2: avatar star wars avatar like over and over again on a cycle
0: that would but that started with episode nine and then 2020 is yeah.
2: supposed to be avatar and,
0: and here we are in 2022 <laughs> we're still not mean, i'd be sub- i mean i don't think we're gonna see it this year either i really don't i mean yeah, what is going on here we are <laughs> Do you realize that the entirety of Game of Thrones has come out in the time it's taken him to make to put two movies on the screen?
2: The entire Marvel franchise.
0: Well, I mean, no. There was a few movies. But, I mean, tw- 25 movies came out before two on his side. Wait, did
2: Iron Man 1 come out before or after Avatar? Iron
0: Man 1 was either 2007 or 2009. Avatar was December of 29, 2009. Okay, so, okay. You're so, right, it's tw- so, yeah. 2009. So, okay. So maybe two movies... <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, that's just. We've got thirty Marvel films. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand what the hell's going on there. But I, I mean, maybe James Cameron knows something that we don't know. I should hope he knows something we don't know because that's ridiculous. And I and look, that's coming from me. I idolize James Cameron.
1: I love him. So, Iron I mean, Man came out in 2008. Avatar came out in 2009. Yeah, but like, it was it was
0: still like 18 months of different time there. So.
1: But yeah, it's,
2: the points the same though. I yeah, mean, yeah,
0: no, you you you're right, but I mean.
2: Avatar. This be the
0: test because I mean he's the so sequel. this will be the
2: last thing I say about Avatar, probably in a long time. <laughs> what if it's fucking terrible? No, okay, well, okay, we always say that. What if it's bad? But I mean, no, like, but I, I'm serious, right? I, see, I don't yeah. listen. He got he got into this last Terminator, and it's like, hey, you know, he's not the director, but he's got the producer, and you know, James Cameron's going to bring this guy back and turn around, and that movie's not very good. Okay. I'm not not good. good. You speak the last truth. thing, last thing we got from James Cameron was his passion project. It was not good either.
0: You're not wrong about any of those things. And I but I mean, but but the man has Terminator 2 and Aliens, both two of the best sequels ever put on the screen. So until I see Avatar, I'm just gonna assume it's gonna be like those. Because I mean okay. I mean, history would tell me. His pedigree is amazing with sequels.
2: So, I mean, listen, I expect more of a lead of battle, Angel, than I do Terminator 2.
1: <laughs> well, hold on. So you're going to give the man credit on sequels from 91 and 86?
2: But it doesn't...
0: Chris, those are some of the best best movies in their genres,
1: bar none. Bro, it's like, been I mean, it's, 30 years. It's been 40 years.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. Okay, okay. You're right. Maybe. It, <laughs> okay, maybe it has been 40 years, but I mean... Those are two of the strongest. Those are two of my favorite movies and two of the strongest movies narratively I've ever seen. So that's I mean, like sure so is that.
1: That's like saying you're gonna you want to see a quarterback that retired back in the seventies come back and play football in 2020 and expect him to he, he could come back. Well, I'm yeah. I'm gonna give him He
0: benefit fucking of dominate. Doubt.
2: <laughs> I'm,
1: gonna
0: the benefit, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I mean, my gut tells me uh, Avatar Two is gonna let us down quite a bit but the the first one's not even that strong of a movie it, it's I mean the story is rather really weak. not it's it's the story is rather weak, so I mean you're not really starting from much, but I gotta give him credit, so I mean until until it sucks, I'm gonna assume it's great, which is usually not what we do here, but that's okay that is all right so. mm. Mm. all right yeah. so let's take a look at what's streaming this week. We're taking a look at Disney plus if you have Disney plus and if you're looking for something to watch, you can check out. The Secretariat by director Randall Wallace, the guy who wrote Braveheart, and he directed several other films with Gibson, Uh, Diane Lane, John Malkovich, Margot Martindale, Dylan Walsh, James Cromwell, Scott Glenn, 2010, and we have another one, and I'm glad you mentioned before we started recording, Roger, because The Sandlot Rules, directed by David Mickey Evans, Tom Geary, Mike Vitar, Art LaFleur, Patrick Renna. Dennis Leary, Marley Shelton, James Earl Jones. That one came out in 1993. I'm sure we all have very fond memories of The Sandlot, right? That's very... Sure. Yeah, that's a hell of a movie. And one that not many people... I would imagine not many people even remember about. Mr. Holland's Opus by director Stephen Herrick, Richard Dreyfuss, William H. Macy, Terrence Howard, Jean Louisa Kelly, Gent glenn heady 1995 that was a big one when it came to oscar that movie's pretty good yeah it, it was talked about on commercials forever i was 10 i remember i saw them out all the time but so those are three movies you can watch on disney plus check those out if you want to all right roger let's talk about a small little trailer called jackass for forever a new trailer
2: uh yeah i guess what <laughs> jackass is back baby. it's
0: back finally gonna see it here in february i'm very excited I do think the movie is going to do very well for itself. I think the box office will be great. I think people will turn their nose up at it and stick their pinkies up and say, this is jackass. It's horrendous. I'm sure they will, but I will get tons of laughter out of this. I know I will. I would. This is geared almost specifically towards me. Yeah,
2: when you I think they wrote it for you?
0: They definitely wrote it for guys like you and me, Rodder, that are very immature.
2: What the hell are you trying to say, bro?
0: Oh, my goodness. Fine, fine, fine. Oh, look, we love Jackass. I, I, We've had a discussion a few minutes ago about the validity of the movies. You can listen to again if you want to go back. When did to we
2: the- talk the- about Jackass? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I,
0: the, one thing I did think was one of, the saving, one of the great things of this trailer was the producer, the longtime producer of Jackass, says, look, if you go to the bathroom with this crew, you deserve what you get coming to you. And I was like, that's legitimate. That's a legit statement. I would. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Okay. Here's a question. There's a lot of shots of these guys standing around talking about what's going to happen to who next. Would you – after working on this show for years and – after working on this like in the Jackass Brotherhood for decades, would you ever turn your back to anyone in this crew? I would never
2: have done it after the second movie when they started buzzing people's hair. Really? Or was that the first one? No, it was the second one, I think that was the second one, yeah. Yeah, when they started. Look,
0: that's a very – I mean that's a – your hair grows back. It's fine. It's a very minor offense.
2: But yeah, I, but listen, I, I legitimately remember when I was in college, like, going to watch Jackass, and for, like, months afterward, like, it would be completely dark in my house, and you hear a door fly open, and you just hear, "Good, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Getting attacked with the uh, hair clippers. That's, that's great. what great. That's what you get when you get a bunch of, uh, you know, college guys that live together, you know, <laughs> I will jump on you fully nude and try to shake your head. <laughs> well, I mean, look, that's... That's a little insight into my personal life, folks. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's very college atmosphere. You know, I mean, it's just fun having a good time. That, I mean, was <laughs>
2: that was last month. last <laughs> month.
0: I, I would never turn my back to anyone on that crew had I ever if anything ever happened, I would never leave my back exposed to any of them. Not not once. Not till I got to the hotel. Never. I'm excited for it. We're all excited for it. Check it out. And let's talk about Roger, you're gonna have to help me out here. Moon Knight. I, I'm not entirely. I've never seen this. I
2: don't even know what this was before I saw the trailer. Chris can talk about Moon Knight too, but uh, he is basically the Marvel equivalent of equivalent of Batman. Um, but he has what is it they called now? Dissociative disorder, which used to just be called split personality disorder. So mm-hmm. there's like six or seven people up in that brain of his, all I'm living sorry. their best life apparently. <laughs>
0: That's actually kind of Well, so, though. Well,
1: so, well, one thing I looked, I looked at my wife, and because I, I, I made her watch the trailer because I'd already seen it, but um, I, I told her I was like this also means that there's, there's even more of a chance that we get to see Frank Castle again because they do have spats here and there in the comic books, which are just glorious moments in panels, some of the best panels. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> wait wait, Frank Castle's in the Punisher.
2: Yes. Yeah. He has
0: a he has little little tiffs with Moon Knight.
2: Yep. Oh, I'll, I'll pull it up. You, you've probably never seen that.
0: I don't, I don't have. That's I mean, good. outside of what I see in the movies, I don't know much Marvel lore or more more comic book lore. It's it's really kind of amazing. A, this no is already. what
2: I, what I'm going to show you is one of the best uh, the best single panels
1: in history. Do you, do you know what's happened to Frank Castle's family and why the Punisher is who he is?
0: I, I mean, I know that they've they've targeted to wipe his family out. I don't know. What, I mean,
2: I don't remember. They're why. all dead. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, so films, his, yeah.
1: They're they're all dead. That's why Frank Castle's the man he is today. So and, there you uh, go,
2: Chris. Or, uh, Chris and Grace and I sent it over to him in our group text. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean, there's a back and forth between them, and the salutation is perfect. But while he reads that, no, I, I'm excited for Moon Knight. And when I first saw this trailer uh, like a week back, I think the costume looks great, right? Oh, looks
2: great, man. Like, like, will get first? That's a, such a we, that's so <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> I no, like I, that? No. I don't like. like isn't that no. one of the greatest panels? I would
0: usually, <laughs> I, I would usually, I would usually read it, but that's that's kind of important. It's it I'm bad. Like, <laughs> I'm not
1: going to read it, but super,
0: super bad. Just post, know that they're, post they're it on each, our Twitter. They're each cutting each other pretty badly, like cutting each other deep.
1: Pretty so, deep. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, but, I, I
1: I think the like the suit looks fantastic. I cannot wait. And I, and I am actually really excited. That this is a series and not just a movie. I want to see a good bit of this character. I want to see him able to break down and have these crazy-ass moments of going between personalities. I'm excited to see this play out over like six, seven, eight, whatever episode it's going to be. Yep. Yep, I like this. I hope we get more than six episodes with this. hmm So. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. oh,
0: yeah, Moon Knight, I forgot to say. It's just not a film. It's a, it's a series. It's a series. So, I mean, yep. I think um, Isaac will do okay, actually. Oh, yeah, I actually no. have no... I, yeah, he's... Oh yeah, was, I have no
2: problem with him doing it. No, Oscar
0: yeah. Isaac has proved his chops again and again. I I got no problem with this. Um, it's you know I'm surprised at how much love that when when the Moonlight sorry the Moon Knight trailer dropped literally like within an hour like hundreds of thousands of tweets. I'm like, how do people know who this guy
2: is? I don't know who this guy is. But then I don't know anything outside of comics. Well, one of, the, one of the big deals about Moon Knight and them bringing him to the forefront like this is he's not a super popular character. So they can kind of do whatever they want to with him as long as they keep him fairly true to his core. Um, and that gives a lot of people hope that, hey, you know, this is an untapped character that a lot of people don't know about. So you can be surprised by things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that, that's a big deal. That's like when they pegged Iron Man to be what he is. Iron Man wasn't the leader of the Avengers. You know, Iron Man wasn't, he was like a B-level character most of the time. And look where they got him. That's a so, good point.
0: I mean, if I didn't know better, I would say Iron Man is like Marvel's number one. And Mar- Iron Man is not Marvel's number one.
2: not even, even when they made that movie, he was not. And they took a big gamble on Robert Downey Jr. for that. So they're I mean, taking far less of a gamble with Oscar. And they took a gamble <laughs> with, with little-known Australian star Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that that picture i sent you with chris hemsworth and uh it was hemsworth and uh tom uh tom Hid- tom hiddleston, hiddleston yeah yeah man like yeah two relatively unknowns and you're like wow that's <laughs> such a different world i mean now.
0: hemsworth like one of the top three stars in the world right now it's just massive huge 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 um yeah. i'm excited for moon Knight. i just i i have to catch up on hawkeye so i've, I've watched a few of them i actually like hawkeye I've, I've hawkeye is them. very good hawkeye. i mean jeremy renner is not he's an oscar winner dude he's great so I'm glad that it. they
2: I'm glad that they played him through the end of Hawkeye how they did because if you haven't watched Hawkeye, you should because he's not in great shape um like physically his character I mean Renner's in incredible shape, I'm sure. but like he's taking a beating. he's having real problems with his hearing, like real life things, which really humanizes that character more. so that's great though. see that i I, I like little stories like that so
0: like yeah. it really does make it more relatable. so I'm sure yeah. sure. All right, let, gentlemen, let's talk about a little-known series for 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 Amazon. Now, keep in mind before I say what it is, they've spent four. 400- is it Jackass? It is. You're right. Oh, it is. They've spent four hundred and sixty million dollars on seasons one and two of Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power. Four hundred and sixty million dollars. Good. Uh, that seems like a small, I mean, we had, there was a major acquisition, probably the biggest acquisition of all time this past week in the, in the video game world for 68 billion. So that makes this movie look like pennies. But oh, yeah. I mean, that's still no small amount of money. So let's, let's talk about the teaser trailer. I'm a huge, I love Lord of the Rings. I will, if it's crack, I will snort it all day. I love it. Jesus. Um, I think Jesus Christ, first off you smoke
2: cracks. Okay. Smoke. See, that's
0: what, <laughs> yeah, I don't know my drug. I don't know. I don't know that drugs. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know drugs. I love. I think the Fellowship of the Ring is one of my favorite books of all time. I think Tolkien's a wonderful writer. I love the Ring trilogy. I love everything he's done. I love what Peter Jackson did with it. I love the Hobbit. Everything. I, I'm a little hesitant about
1: this. Well, you you said you said what 436 million or something like for, that?
0: 460 for two for for 20 episodes, two seasons.
1: That's what. That's like 23 million an episode. Then, right? So that's that's a massive number. That's more that's than a lot anything of money an episode, man. right? Well, it
2: could be. Hold on, it could be like twelve or thirteen episodes a season, though. I, I'm, but, I'm just assuming. assuming assume, I'm assuming, assuming it's, it's like fifteen to twenty. Even
0: if so, uh, 15 even, 20
1: even if a million, you, million. I mean, yeah. Even if you throw four more episodes in there, you're only losing like what, like half a? Yeah, it's fine. It's still like yeah, twenty million an episode. Oh right? no, it's a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Because yeah. what? Because uh, what was um, Game of Thrones? By the end of it, like fifteen million episode or something.
2: Uh, it was like twelve to fifteen an episode. Yeah. The uh, what's the other one? The big one on um, Amazon or excuse me Apple. Uh, oh, the, the, the morning The morning show. The morning show it's mm-hmm. like
1: fifteen an episode. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's just a lot of money per episode for not to do anything big. You know what I mean? So, well,
2: at least I know a lot of that's going to go to CGI in this yeah, one, yeah. where
1: like the morning show it does
2: not.
0: <laughs> well, see, yeah. this goes to this is this is this. I think I read this a series take really targets the second age of man. When I mean the ring trilogy is the end of the third age. So there's a lot of time gap to cover. I mean, it's the fall of Numenor. I think Aragorn's people, the the men of the North, uh, they, they lose their kingdom. A lot of evil stirring. A lot of, a lot of, what are you talking about? Dork. Thank you. A lot of pieces (laughs) being moved into place. Oh my goodness! A lot of pieces being. You can just like literally like stop me full. I mean, I forget what I'm talking about. Um, yeah so a lot, a lot of pieces moving into place, a lot of evils kind of moving in the where they need to be for the Great War. It, it's just it's a very interesting time. I just I hope they don't I, I hope Amazon does well with this. I don't have any reason to believe that they won't do well with it. I just this teaser kind of has me worried, because I mean, you're comparing the narrator of this. I don't care who the narrator is, it's not Kate Blanchett, and that's already a problem. So I don't know what if, if it is? About. No, it's not Kate you- Blanchett. You think they couldn't get her? That's not her voice. Yeah. So, at least I don't think so. That'd be really for what? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it is. Um, no, they they could have definitely gotten her. I think it, if Kate Blanchett isn't in this, it's because she doesn't want to be. So, I mean, that's that's just pure and simple. But what, what what do you guys think about it, Chris? What do you since you're since you're I mean, you like medieval fantasy like I do. What does what does this say to you?
1: <laughs> so I haven't forgotten Game of Thrones season eight, so I'm still hurt. I'm, I still feel betrayed by all that time I invested into a medieval fantasy series that was going well. So I'm cautious about this, especially with it being a prequel story. But I understand that's the only really place they have to go with this, because to play after Lord of the Rings, uh, like trilogy happens, would be a little bit awkward, I guess, to make, make up their own story there. So I see why they're doing it. I just—I don't know. It's a lot of money per episode, so I hope it looks—I hope it looks great. And I just want to see like the right cast in place for it, and dwarves done right, and I'll be happy.
0: Well, so. I just, I just hope it doesn't suck. I, don't, I mean, I just, I want it to be, I want it to be the, the, the narrative no. to be a
1: very strong narrative. You know, you know, uh, for this one, I'm not going to go with the motto. I hope it doesn't suck because I want this to be great. Because this medieval fantasy is kind of my thing. You know what I mean? This yeah, is sci- and this in sci-fi, I want this to be good. I loved Lord of the Rings growing up. It's huge in my family. It's huge for a lot of reasons, and the property. It has been hit or miss, you know, as of late, and I remember watching the first Lord of the Rings in theaters and thinking, oh, my God, this is Dungeons and Dragons on on actual screens. This is amazing. And it was everything I needed to be. And, you know, I watched that first before I read it, any of the medieval fantasy books that I read. That's what got me into it. So, no, I want this to be great. And for that much money, it better damn well be.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean, that's a lot of money for it not to be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for it for it to fall flat, that'd be a mistake. I mean, I don't think it's going to fall flat, but a lot so in the past 2 or 3 years, we've seen a lot of these, you know, even though some of them are mini series pop up on the various streaming services, a lot of them don't do I mean, the the Wishers doing well, that's one of the better ones, it's doing well, but there for every one we get, we've got three or four that would just like just suck. I mean, The Wheel of Time, it started strong. People weren't liking the end of the first season like at all. So that's already like I feel like out of a lot of people's minds. Have you heard anyone talk about the Wheel of Time lately? Nope. That's my point. It's mm-hmm. exactly my point. So I mean, I'm just I'm I'm worried. in Wheel of Time is Amazon. So if they said we're going to give the same treatment, I I'm, I'm now worried. Hmm. Um as as I just I just want the story to be great cuz I mean, I think Tolkien's universe is a wonderful, it's a wonderfully created universe. And I want it to be I want it to I just want it to show I want it to be as good as Tolkien had written it. So that's all I'm going to say. Roger, you have anything to say before we move on?
2: I hope we get more Spider-Man movies soon.
1: Oh, Roger, thank <laughs> you for that, sir. I appreciate it. And
0: with
2: that, we will move on to agree. talking about the
0: movie. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, that Spider-Man was No Way Home was, was a lot of fun to watch. That was one of my f- more favorite movie experiences in 2021, for sure. So let's talk about, as we move into, let's talk about Scream. That was called, it was called Scream 5, rebranded to just Scream. So, I mean, this is a. It's. I think this is a bigger deal than people are thinking it is right now. Let's look at, at Rotten Tomato.
1: Would you 70, say it is Screm de la Screm?
0: Oh, wow, Chris. <laughs> That's why you get paid the big bucks on this show right, right there. I
1: get paid nothing. You
0: get paid? <laughs> you get paid zero of the bucks. All right. Son of a bitch. meter 77%. Audience score, 83%. Those are pretty high. Higher Man. than I thought they were going to be for this movie. I'll be honest Which about is. that. I didn't expect him to be as high as that. Well, let's take, let's take, I'm uh, going to have an
2: unpopular opinion.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, there are reasons behind what I think you're going to say. And I think I've got a lot of your points. I think I know what you're going to say, but let's talk about it. So, of course, we have Nev Campbell returning as Sidney Prescott. Courtney Cox returning as Gail Weathers. We have David Arquette returning as Dewey Riley. We have, yeah. of course – Skeet Ulrich as Billy Loomis. I know if you haven't seen it, that's a weird one, but Skeet Ulrich is in this movie. Roger Jackson returns as the ghost face voice. Uh, we have Randy Jackson's sister back in it. We have, we have all kinds. It's just, this cast is massive. Melissa Barrera as Sam. Uh, Jenna and Ortega as Tara. Jack Quaid is Richie. Who else is Huey? There? <laughs> Huey, yeah, Huey from the boys. Mikey Madison is Amber. Jasmine, oh J- Jasmine Savoy Brown, she's Mindy Meeks. She's um the sister of Randi Meeks from the first two Scream's, um and Kyle Gallner who has a brief appearance as Vince. All right, so this is directed by Matt Bitt- bittinelli Open and Tyler Gillette, written by Kevin Williamson who wrote the first one. So that's kind Shram. of that's a big distinction to make there. But all right, gentlemen, let's jump into let's jump into Scream. Roger, give us a little bit of a breakdown of what
2: this Scream movie is about. So, this is a Scream movie. It has a guy wearing a ghost face stabbing people, and then you won't know who the killer is. Dun dun!
1: Eloquently put. I mean,
0: technically that's accurate, but I'm not. So, what I love about Scream is it, it takes so many of the rules and the tropes we learned from the Scream trilogy and four, and it. Puts them back into good use, but a lot of this movie kind of subverts what you already know about Scream. So it's not a spoiler, but in all the in all the openings of the Scream movies, there's always a murder just to, to open the film. There's a murder on a phone; someone's getting called, then they then they die. This one doesn't yep. it doesn't happen like that. So immediately, nope, swinging so a miss. Immediately, already starting away. off bad. Well, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> the bad part in this movie is when you think about how the events play out. It doesn't make any sense. How the person being attacked, which is her name is Tara Gen Gen Ortega, Tara, is attacked. How she makes it out of this, it does, it makes zero sense. Like there's there's yeah. no, it, it just doesn't. And that's one of my, again, like you said, Roger, right off the bat, there's a massive red flag. Massive well, red made, flag.
1: She made it out because they wanted her to make it out.
0: Well, yeah, but you're not supposed to know that. But there but there's there's a difference between her making it out because the police busted down the door and the dude ran. And then there's a difference between her making it out because she was, she stabbed like 17 times. She stabbed quite a few times. Not 17.
2: She stabbed quite a few I think times. It's, it's like seven or eight though. It was and seven. Yeah.
0: She stabbed quite a few times and she's looking at the door. You hear sirens and then it cuts away. Like you, how do you survive that? Why would the killer have just like, Nope, I'm not going to stab you the eighth time to kill you. I'm just going to leave. Like that. Well, we, find,
2: we find out about an hour and a half later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That, okay, so what Scream is, it's always about you know, there's there's a legacy here. There's 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 always there. a
2: connection to all the other Scream. There's there's a well, legacy, always legacy, always here, to right? the first Scream, right? right. Like I, I, that's the yes. more accurate
0: way to put it. And it's always a link to Sydney Prescott. That's the other link. Is Sydney's? It's always le- le- legacy and family are the links. It's kind of a lineage. Um, Toretto, so, Toretto family. family. <laughs> Um, man, Dom Toretto just busting through the wall of one of his cars. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Ghostface has met his match in Dominic Toretto, let me tell you. Or Dominic I Toretto mean, wearing a Ghostface mask. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Family. Ooh. I will say, one of my great fears going in this movie was they were going to have Sydney. I mean, Sydney was going to be the killer.
2: Oh, that would have been bad. Well, yeah.
0: That would have been bad. And I remember, so one story I always tell is I saw. The third Terminator movie with um, with someone that I, I really respect his opinion. And when we got out of the movie, he's like, yes, it followed the lore. It was okay. It wasn't T2, but it was, if I have to accept it, it's fine. And then he said, what are they going to do next? As he did like a, a man phallic motion of, you know, like – the air phallic motion of just like, you know, hand wag. Yeah. A hand like What are they going to do? Put the heart of a Terminator and John Connor next. And lo and behold, in the end of Terminator salvation, they put a <laughs> heart of a Terminator and... Like that, that to me is like the most ridiculous. St- I mean, okay. I saw that the minute after I got done seeing T3, because someone mentioned it what are they going to do? Do that? It was just seen as stupid. Making Sydney, the killer would have been equally as stupid. I have to say that would not have been scream. Like, but there are a lot of people who are like, that would have been awesome. I'm like, no, I don't think that would have been awesome. I, I think that would have been dreadful. No one actually thinks that, right? I mean, there are a lot of... I mean, on um, Reddit was kind of going crazy with that. <laughs> with Before it came out, people were like, oh, it's definitely Sydney. It's definitely going to be... Like, oh, well, Reddit
2: really plays great. a big part in this film. It does.
0: It does. Thank <laughs> you, Reddit. It really, really does. So we do... This movie, I think, does feel like a Scream movie at times... And then it doesn't. But I think it feels like a Scream movie more than it doesn't, which is, I guess that's important. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about how it felt, but to me it wasn't, it wasn't.
1: So I'm not really connected to the Scream franchise uh, quite like you guys are. I saw the first one when I was younger and I did not like scary movies like this. I, I thought someone was going to murder me in my sleep. So <laughs> I check out of these ones real quick when I was young. It's only since I've been doing the podcast, that I've like really started to watch horror films, but like this movie, I don't know if it felt like the other the whole, like other scream movies. I can't like really attest to that. What I will say is, is that I definitely got vibes from the first one in this one, and that's obviously on purpose for like, you know, what they went back to. But Yeah, they wanted that. Yeah, which, you know, they they accomplished that then because I felt that way. But the movie at least for most of it is paced well and like I think the important things are done pretty well in this you know some of the other stuff is kind of meh and you have to suspend a lot of disbelief for like you know what's possible from the pe- from like your killers and what's possible in like the surroundings that you're in but the cool shit that you want to see happens in this movie and I'll give it credit for that and I didn't hate the characters and while there's a lot of eye rolling that I did to this movie and a li- and a little bit of groaning but the movie still actually it was decently entertaining the pacing wasn't terrible so well, i had fun with it
0: there are a couple things this movie is very meta and i'm not, i'm getting more and more oh, God, yes I'm, I'm getting more and more annoyed with that term because people are just so eager to throw that around these days i guess i, f- I feel the same way about the term meta as i as i used to and people say all oh, that movie's epic like no do you know what an epic is that's not by definition that's not an epic movie at all but
1: yeah but yeah but the term meta in this is relevant
0: it, it is, but that's what I mean. I, I'm just annoyed the same way that I, Meta does. It does make sense here, and the fact that they reference the Stab movies, and they reference, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, all which, eight Stab movies. Which, which, <laughs> which, did you did you love when 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 they showed you the the footage of Stab, stab Eight and its ghost face
2: <laughs> with like a fucking flamethrower?
0: <laughs> okay, so it's ghost it's ghost face with a flamethrower, and then like. You see the next, and he has, like, two swords, and then and then he has two nunchucks, and he's, like, swinging yeah. them. But, it's like, he also has, like, a muscle shirt. It's a black muscle shirt with with the sleeves torn off. Yeah, like, I, I thought, would watch that movie. <laughs> I thought that was very, I mean, I laughed really hard at that. I thought that was very clever. Um, I think that might be the one I laughed the hardest at. It's like there, but, I mean, I don't know if you guys caught this, but they said the eighth movie everyone fucking hated, and it was directed by Ryan Johnson. Obviously a dig at Star Wars The Last Jedi directed by Ryan Mm. Johnson. I mean, no one liked it because it it did everything different. It it didn't just... It did everything different, but it wasn't a good different. It was a bad different. And it's... I'm very happy that this movie did that. I'm very happy that Williamson put that into the script because, like, I mean, that's... That happens to be how I felt about episode eight. So I guess, but yeah, it is is very ballsy. But I want to ask you guys about how do you feel about the way they talk about elevated horror instead of horror? Like the Babadook, It Follows... You know, um, yep. her hereditary midsummer Seems pretty snobby to me. It, 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 that was Scream's way of – because there's nothing wrong with a slasher. And I, I mean for what it's worth, I think the original Scream movie, for as good as it is, is better than all the movies they named. I, I think by itself, it is the original incredible. screen movie
2: is a strong movie.
0: Dude, it's it's a mad. There's there's nothing out of place. It is a masterpiece. I'm telling you, it is a masterpiece. Wes Craven, you know, Sidney Prescott lives on Elm Street. It's directed by Wes Craven. He's literally wearing this. You know, it's all legacy and it's all very clever. And it's just it works so fucking well. And you can literally, if you, if you go back and watch the movie a second time, you can track what killers are where. Who's making the phone call? Who's doing the heavy lifting? Who's doing the killing? You know, I mean, the movie's very careful in letting you able to pick that out in, in subsequent viewings. That being said, I don't feel the same way about the sequels ever that I do about the original Scream. I don't. But I don't know how – I mean, I was kind of offended when they talked about Elevate. I and mean, this was obviously Scream. There's nothing wrong with a simple slasher. There's nothing wrong with a, with a simple slasher if it works. So, I mean, I mean, Chris, those are those people that have their pinky up in the air saying, oh, the Babadook, that's that's not that's not mindless like a slasher. That's, you know, that, no, that's
2: super fancy fan. snob brand.
0: And those same people have never and nev- will never make a movie. The people that, you know, talk like that. But um, it, that was what I mean. That was very meta. And the fact that, you know, they refer to the other stab movies as meta. And, you know, the first stab movie is Scream. It's just, I mean, we're always just one movie behind when it comes to it. And they do, of the many deaths in this movie, the deaths from Scream 4, I thought were, were was this what was this people, these filmmakers, you know, completely saying, we don't, we don't talk about Scream 4. We just, we don't. It was the black sheep. It was the, the one that didn't, didn't fit, which I agree with. Um, but that was why I think they killed those characters. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a little off.
2: I think you might have overshot that a little. I don't I don't know if that was a real intention.
0: Okay, fair. I mean, that's just kind of the vibe I got. Maybe you didn't get it, but um, so there's two big subversions in this. The, the The death scene in the beginning doesn't isn't actually a death scene, and a character who survived the entire Scream franchise up to now does not survive.
2: Mm. I don't. Dun, dun,
0: dun. I don't want to say, it, but like, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. I mean, in, in in all seriousness, Roger and Chris, you know, jokes aside, is it weird that I don't feel right about that, or am I just is it just is this just my is just, just my fault? I'm having a tough time with this.
2: Um, I guess I see it from both perspectives. I, I you're probably having too big of a time with it than you should, but I mean, did we honestly think everybody was going to come through a scream movie again unscathed? Like. These are the only people left, really, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, from the original cast, yeah.
2: Yeah, just three. That's it. Somebody's got to go, bro.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense for the one that goes to go. It, it really does. I mean, this person has escaped it, death a number of times, and that person just wouldn't again. I'm trying not to say yeah, pronouns. That
2: person's right. escaped death more than Sydney.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is... And I do – one thing I loved about this movie is – well, first of all, they, they had the, the, the sense to bring Nev Campbell back and Gail Weathers, who are better than anyone else in this movie. But it's – they didn't let – they didn't let Sidney Prescott and Gail Weathers take over the movie, which is what I was kind of worried about. Because, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but they, they felt like they fit into the universe without the, this movie becoming about them.
2: Yeah, like they they were they were characters, not lead players. Yeah,
0: that's exactly how I and I I really kind of I I adored that because I would have assumed that the studio's first instinct was to put was would be to put Sydney Prescott front and center again, and she is front and center in the poster, but
2: she's kind she of is not well, front and center in this movie.
0: No, which is I well, appreciate that.
2: Isn't she front and center in the
0: fourth one though? Something that I read. She's a very like, big
2: player. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. I mean, again, the fourth one's a decent movie.
0: The fourth one, again, revolves around legacy and family, just like this yep. one, legacy and family. So the next thing I want to talk about is—I don't know how you guys feel about it—but the 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 use of Skeets Billy Loomis. How do you guys feel about
2: that? It was surprising. It was nice to see it again. I will say.
0: I, I mean, just, that's
2: probably the that's probably the role Skeet Archer be the most recognized for in his whole career. Yeah, so. I mean,
0: it's certainly not that movie with. What the Newton boys when they all Matthew McConaughey, um, Ethan Hawkland or bank robbers.
2: He used to be in a show I used to watch on CBS called Jericho. Oh yeah. Jericho. Which,
0: That's a good show. Which was actually. a show
2: that was like what happened after the USA got nuked. Yeah. Um, which was a really interesting show, which I think would have been incredible now if it was on like HBO max um, or something like that. Like it was made for streaming. And they just didn't have the mind for it then. So yeah, he's fine in that movie though. Or that show though.
0: You see but. I'm not. I I don't really like how they used. I like that he was in it. I'm not quite sure. I liked how they used him though.
2: Um, I mean, it's not it spoiler to really talk surprising. about. Surprising.
0: I, I I will say it's very surprising. But it was more like a. It was more like a cheap. Again, it could fit the trope of cheap horror movie trope. Is you know all one psycho always psycho. You know that kind of like. I mean, I never really got the vibe that. I mean, Scream is not low level. Slasher though, Scream has
2: never been low level slasher. it's oh, no, the one third the... one's kind of low level slasher.
0: But Scream in general, when you think of Scream, you think of '96. You think of Drew Barrymore. You think of Herbie here being killed. Then you think of that. But you don't think of any. If you if someone says Scream and you don't think of '96 Scream, you're just too young. I mean that's all. It's... I mean unfortunately, I think you're just too young. But you didn't see that one first. Um, mm. I'm sure a lot of people did not see that one first. But where we sit with this one is. I... I would you have even used Skeet? Billy Loomis would you even use the character at all or just as a reference point? I mean it
2: works. I'm I'm okay with it.
0: Okay, okay. You think it works? I'm not quite sure that it does. Although I I'm again, I'm happy to see him after all this time and he looked pretty good. He looked like Billy did back then as as young as he
2: did. Even equipped with bullet holes
0: <laughs> in his shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even equipped with bullet holes. Yes. And there are a number of things I want to talk about the deaths. Now, one of you guys said it before we started recording. I think Chris, you may, you may have said it. the The nature in which the deaths occurred.
1: How they how they just seem very vicious. How yeah, they, very vicious, I mean,
0: kind of savage. Yes. more just more 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 dangerous yep. in nature than normal.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, very. Uh, so, <clears throat> Ghostface appears in some of the other stuff that i'm into uh he's actually in one of the one of the games i play often and they did a good job of buying the Ghostface property and making him kind of vicious and savage in that and i feel like it's captured well from the from the You've first been playing movie. dead by daylight buddy I, I i love that game yes yes i have been okay but um they, they do a good job of of i feel like going from the first movie to this one and making him just just uh, the kills are just vicious man they're savage you know, and and I think that's a very strong point for this movie. If you're going to do a slash, you might as well have that going on.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. would agree with that. I mean, that's what I'd you like do. to get real
2: stabby. <laughs> that feels good.
0: <laughs> what movie we talked about last week, you, you, you could have ended in a stabby way. I don't remember. Oh, that was um, Swan Song. It was two weeks ago. Swan Song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> could have ended very stabby. Um, let's talk about Ghostface for one second. Of all the iconic killers, you know, there's Freddy, Jason. Do you do you think Ghostface now fits in with some of the more iconic horror
2: horror, horror villains? So that's a tough one because Ghostface is a different person every time.
0: So well, I mean, is he though well, when when the no. when the costume's on? Is he though or is it just Ghostface?
1: I think I think the thing here is is that all the other things you just named are like monster killers, like yep. they're all supernatural beings in some way, shape, or form.
2: Spirits or whatever you yeah, want to call exactly.
1: it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. They're 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 forces of nature. That kind of thing. <laughs>
2: Ghostface they're... is just a couple of assholes in a mask. Yep.
1: <laughs> just just dudes in a mask, man. <laughs> yep.
0: All right, that's 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 fair. I mean, but the mask itself, I think, is as as, as iconic as anything ever has been in the horror industry.
2: Oh yeah, no, oh, that, that's that's no doubt.
1: Oh no. yeah, yeah, I- iconic. I can agree with that, but it's not the same as you know. Like on par, and not to say on par quality wise, but like on the same level as like your your like your Jason Voorhees, your Michael Myers, you know the you know for, you know Freddy's those kind of things.
0: Okay, that's a, I I th- I th- I voted yes on that one. I hope you guys did too, and you guys I think did it unanimous. So that's you know one of the younger ones, of course, but still very iconic in the horror genre. Anyone who sees that mask knows exactly what they're saying, knows exactly what movies you're referring to, for sure. Um, So the kills. Are there any kills and don't say which ones, of course, but are there any are there are there any kills that surprise you? I'm just looking for a yes or a no, and possibly why, if you
2: can be less um, at least. Yeah, scary. I'd say so. There's a scene in the middle that is well wildly unbelievable. Me and you guys we talked about that before the show started. About you know, obviously there's there's some suspension of belief in these movies always. But at one point, somebody is brutally cut up in the middle of the street, basically in the middle, or of middle of the front yard, like a front yard in the middle of the day, and uh, so yeah, that was surprising and a little bit corny to me. I think so. so
0: because it's one of those whole, like, oh, cops are on their way. Twenty minutes go by, no cops. Like the cops in Woodsboro have to be either the worst and the dumbest ever. Because I mean, yeah. they just they never they just never get it done.
2: Well, can we can we talk about the second scene in the hospital, where somebody else dies?
0: I please, I have a big, sure. I have a massive problem with this. Is probably my my biggest problem in the movie is is the is the hospital death scene.
2: Yes, the hospital. So not we're not even talk about the death scene. Where's everybody? Where are they? This is a hospital. Well, I see. I thought that too, but then I thought back
0: in my head that the sheriff said when the sh- when when they expressed concerns over her safety, Sheriff said, I'm, I'm going to move you to your own secure wing. So I can see why that was, but like, why is there a whole wing in a hospital not being used? Completely
2: empty. Like this is nobody around. Like, the, the, the,
0: this is supposed to take place in 2021. And it's even with COVID, like that hospital would have, there would have been no empty rooms in any hospital like, in the United States ever on, Man, right now. Like the, you're, you're, you're right. So, I mean, Talk about suspension of disbelief, like mega suspension of disbelief. Well um, yeah, so
1: like so, so like the lights go out and I'm thinking, okay, so no one thinks it's weird that this entire wing of the hospital, the power's out, and there's no one back here. Like there's nobody. It, I don't know. I had a big problem with that part of the movie as well.
0: And again, she managed to get outside of her room and she finds the the one cop posted on her room is dead. And again, our cops do they receive any training before they become cops or they just, someone just hands them a gun and a badge and says, okay, you're a cop. Well, depending model. on your
2: political beliefs in America. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a little, that's the furthest we're going to go with that one. Listen, that joke is fucking meta, bro. It is, it is. But I mean, I don't understand how these guys, when they have, they have one job, sit in a chair and watch a room. And in, in, in a wing like that, oh. any noise oh. out of the ordinary would have, would have alerted suspicion
1: sit in the chair, watch a room and don't die. Like (laughs) that's all you got to do.
0: Sure. 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 I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. I I understand horror movies are tropey and they're full of tropes and they're full of bad decisions, but come on. Is is there a rule that says if you're writing a scream movie, you, you have to dumb down the script or you're writing a horror script. You have to dumb it down. I I think they choose that. Yeah. That's the thing is I don't, and there's, there's there's a, there's a moment in this, when Ghostface gets shot three times point blank with a revolver, and then there's never any mention as to how that person survived it or why it didn't. I mean, oh, no, no,
2: there's a vest. Oh, there is there's a vest. A vest. Okay, yeah, you can a vest. see it. I mean, listen, it would hurt like hell, but you know, there's definitely a bulletproof vest involved. But
0: do they stop magnum rounds? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, just, I don't know what Vets, are, I mean, I thought they, they will, like, they uh, will stop AR rounds. <laughs> it's just, I don't, I just don't see another a human being getting up with fighting strength after being shot point blank, three Magnum rounds within three or four minutes. I just don't see it. But then again, I'm, I'm not a supernatural, you know, my, killer that just my, moves through the script because it, I can.
1: My thing is I'd, I'd like to see someone point blank, take three, Magnum rounds to their chest with a vest on and then play dead and not move or grunt or have trouble breathing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it would have been
2: like, thump, thump, uh, which is exactly yeah. what You, you hurt a my ribs and probably collapsed my lung. Yeah. Especially, so.
0: especially when you find out given who that person in, in the ghost face mask was, There's just, there's just, there's 0% chance that person gets up. Zero. I mean, listen,
2: that person took some damage probably.
0: Yeah. And you have a better chance of winning the lottery than that person getting up and able to do what she did after that. It's just, it's, it's not, not, not possible. Sorry. I should probably go back and delete that pronoun, but um, (laughs) question though is. (sighs) Okay. So in this, in the hospital, scene, I don't know how your guys are showing. My showing was packed. So in the hospital scene, one of the most frustrating moments in the Scream, in the Scream uh, universe is in the second Scream where Sydney and her friend are being escorted off of the college campus out of town. And somehow Ghostface gets the better of two FBI agents that are trained to handle this stuff.
2: And Shocking development. he ends
0: up driving the car and crashing. Sydney and her roommate have to climb. The tension of the scene is they have to climb over Ghostface killer while he's yeah. in the front seat. Well, I mean, because you don't know, I mean, he's got a mask on. So if if he's awake, you wouldn't know it. So that's, that's the tension. And they walk away without taking off the mask. No one ever
2: pulls the mask off. I don't,
0: if someone's attacking you, it's much scarier. If you don't, I mean, if you know who it is, you might actually be able to fight them off. You know, does, does that make sense?
2: I mean, or just, you know, get away and then tell the cops who it actually is. Exactly.
0: I mean, given who, given who one of the killers is i I might be terrified. I might be terrified to know an unknown assailant, but I mean, if I know who this person is, I might get that burst of. I mean, again, I'm talking weird logistics that probably wouldn't play in the check, but I'm just saying it's just. And one of those scenes happen in the hospital scene is. They they manage to get the best of Ghostface, and Ghostface is down for the count. And then they all—all of them in the scene—walk away, get in the elevator, and without unmasking Ghostface, and it's or shooting him in the head. (laughs) Someone, someone in my theater just yelled, "He's like, are you crazy? Are you kidding me?" He at the top of his lungs, like, just yelled, and everyone laughed because it—we all knew why he was saying it. It's just, man, why do we do that with horror scripts?
2: Again, you say when things get so tropey, you're just like. It's disgusting sometimes. I don't know. Fine.
0: But you can be tropey with it, but I mean it doesn't mean you have to be tropey. Because it's just frustrating to viewers. I I mean, again, I'm talking from my point of view, but
2: Oh, well, it's, it's insulting is a better way to say it. It
0: really is because you I mean, if I'm
2: supposed to be invested and this is the fifth time I've seen this play out. Give me some more credit than this.
0: Especially who the you person know, especially who the person is that decides to walk away. This person has training. He would that this person would know not to walk away and lead this person down. He just
2: you got to sure finish her. Pretty him. good uh, idea. What's going on? Yep.
0: <laughs> good lord. Oh my goodness. All right. So let's talk about some characters really quick. We, of course, we get Sydney Prescott back. She's older. She has she has a, a husband. She has kids. Uh, they do not come to Woodsboro, but she does. They do not. Gail Weathers makes a return. Courtney Cox. Um, Dewey Riley uh, makes a return. Of course, we mentioned him in the cast. I love the fact that they bring the, the 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 trio back, or what's left of the original cast. I love that. There couldn't have really been any other way to make this movie. Could there have been?
2: No, I don't think so. If well, never, listen. I just hope that this is like the end.
0: I think that it is. Although, although the ghost face that appears at the end of scream when the first movie ends and it fades to black and you see it like a flip you, you hear a scream real quick and then you see ghost face for a second. That would tell you it's not done. And the same thing happens in this movie. So I don't know really how, I, f- I mean, you know, the past would indicate we're not done with this. And I'm sure that they planned a, a trilogy. I'm sure there's, there was more, there is more planned for scream if it would have done. Great. I mean, Great. <laughs> I'm just, it's always a trilogy. At what point when this starts happening in Woodsboro, does the sheriff not like, we're going to call the National Guard and there's going to be a soldier on every street corner. We're done with this. Woodsboro is done with this ghost face crap. Like, I mean, at what point does that happen? Come on now. I
2: mean, I still respect that they, uh, that the high school kids still get together for parties.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know another, I mean, that's another talking point is we spend like 10 minutes in this house that we're not supposed to know where it is. But, I mean, I've seen the first movie so many times I could tell you where, where they are. Um, I, you know, I've noticed, I, I've memorized the, the stair location, the door location, the, the couch location. I've, I've memorized it. I, I could literally traverse that house by walking in it without with my eyes closed and blindfolded. But, I mean, and then there's this big reveal that, like, it's supposed to be this aha moment of, oh, my God, they're in the Scream house. But I didn't, of course, it was not an aha moment because, like, I knew they were there. How could you not be there? No oh, yeah. So I mean that's I did appreciate the going going back to the old mocker house. I, I don't see that as spoilery. I just see that as, you know, I mean it's it's a major
2: plot point. So no, I don't know. It's does that matter? did that matter? It didn't really matter to me.
0: I mean it does it does and it doesn't. It's a I, nice
2: callback.
0: I'm surprised they didn't I'm surprised they did use the garage again and they went to the basement. Because as soon as she opens the door and like we would have known exactly what garage that was. I guess that's why they didn't use it the, and they used the basement yeah, instead. Right. But there you know a, a key death happens in the garage in the first screen film so I mean a very I very key I, death yeah I, I mean I love I love that that house I would I would love to live in that house it'd be terrifying I'm sure but it'd be great um, there's a lot of things in this movie that's great though. So I have been talking
2: a lot you guys can jump in and say something. Well I mean so I just want to say that I don't I didn't think I, I okay let me let me try this again. I appreciate what they tried to do here. I really do. But, like, for me, most of this stuff, it's like they tried too hard. Um, They wanted it to be clever. They wanted it to be different. And they do have it. They do take a different spin on it. But at no point was I just like, wow, that's really cool. You know what I mean? It was more of this, like, God, are we doing this again? Especially, you know, after people start dying, like important people. And we just run through this. I'm like, why is this still a thing? These people should know better at this point. Well, exactly. And All the of them know better. Yeah. The situations that these people get themselves into is asinine. Well, it's just,
0: again, I asked a question in Woodsboro. And, and if you're in the kitchen in a house in Woodsboro and you hear your door creak open and you and you look out in the hallway and the door's open and you don't immediately just bust out a window and just run as fast as you can, what is your deal? Why Are, are, are you stupid? I mean, you know, there's just yeah, probably. that's the thing is so many of these deaths are just are they only happen because the script says they have to happen. Yeah. There is no way the sheriff is outsmarted. I'm 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 sorry. She has seen that coming.
2: Well, I mean she's definitely outsmarted. <laughs> That well, she
1: probably also expected backup within, the, you know, two minutes of her. <laughs> an allotted know.
2: time of less than two and a half to three
0: minutes. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you'd have to, I mean, and her body, sorry, a body sits on the drive or on the sidewalk for like minutes after that in broad daylight. No one comes. No one's like, hmm, I wonder what there's a dead body doing on the front lawn of that person's house. Um, again, it I, an, allows another death to happen, which again, I don't think would have happened. Um, it, it's just, it's insulting to the audience that's invested. I've, I mean, I watched that first movie probably 50 or 60 times. You know how many hours of my life that is? It's a lot of too I mean, many. Yeah. Way too many. But point is, it's like it, it, I've invested time into it. I love the series. So give me more than what you gave me. You owe me more than that. You owe hardcore fans of the series by now you're, 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 you're making a fifth movie in a series. You owe us more wow. than that.
2: How long have I been saying that you never let the fans get a hand in anything? A, a, a long time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. But I mean, listen, this movie is exactly why. I mean. This is what can happen. Well, this movie is kind of a fan service
0: movie. It really is. I mean, look at everyone involved in this are kids of the original cast or of the original like Woodsboro people. Sure, so I mean, like I okay. thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it is twenty five years later, so they're all old enough to they they all have had kids, and you know they I mean,
2: um, would you still live in
0: Woodsboro? No, honestly, no. get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? like what good can come from you still living there? <laughs> again, nothing. you know, it's like, why does Sydney Prescott keep going back to
2: Woodsboro? Why? <laughs> Sid, do you got a gun? I'm Sidney fucking Prescott. Of course. I mean, I have okay.
0: Here's another thing I have. Yes, go ahead. And we accepted. The, okay, so I never. I mean, Sidney. If you ask me, never had any siblings. But I mean, she had a long lost brother in three. She had a sister in four that had a, that you know is had Emma Roberts as a child. So you know, there's a, there's a family link there. How many siblings does she fucking have? I mean, what what's going on here? I just, man, I just. I wish there was more thought put into these scripts after the first one than we got. I really just – I really wanted them to be like that, and they're not. And that's just, just me wishing oh, – They good.
2: they must think we're stupid.
0: I think so. Um, you're not wrong about that, Chris. Do you have any thoughts about they, the the people that make these movies think we're – I mean, for some way – Does it, ma- way, does it make, it make
1: you want. wonder how does – it, does it make you wonder how you haven't got paid for your own script yet? <laughs> I mean, there are several movies. We <laughs> Dude, we watched <laughs> –
0: Man, we watched so many movies. I'm like, how in the hell did this movie get greenlit? Who bought this script? What in the hell is going on with this?
2: I'm I mean, not that I don't think it's better, not right. bad, but man, it's. Ugh.
1: I mean, I don't know. We'll score the movie here in a second, but I don't know. There's a lot of problems with this, but I think I think the movie does a good job at what it wants to do. It's got problems along the way, yeah, but you know, all in all, I don't think this is a terrible film. I didn't no. hate my time in the theater.
0: No, I mean I hate if,
1: parts of it, but not all of it. I like this movie more than I like Terminator and Dark Fate. As far as
0: like franchise, this, this is a go. better
1: this this is a better Terminator movie than Terminator and <laughs> Dark Fate.
0: An Unstoppable Killer, sure, sure, sure. Um I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean technically pretty much is, but I mean I'm I'm if I have to be happy with this, I am. Do I want this to be the end? Yes. Because you're just gonna ruin great characters by keep going. It just doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, it's it's time to Time for it to be done. I right? mean,
0: the original director is, is now gone and he made that. I mean, this is his baby. Like, this was, you know, this was Wes Craven's baby. So, I mean, it did do a nice little tribute to him at the end. Yeah, I thought that was very fitting. Differentiated that. Sure. I mean, it's all in all, I just, I, you know, one thing I did see was IGN gave this movie a nine. Ooh, a nine really? out of ten. And I only know that because my buddy sent me a screenshot. I don't ever, anything IGN, I don't. IGN, as far as I'm concerned, can't do any, can't do anything right. But I mean, it's a nine. Are you kidding me? In what universe would you give it? What, could you even make the argument for a, a nine for this movie? No, I, I wouldn't I, even try. There, there's no way. There's just no way. There's so many plot holes in this movie. There's so many of them. Oh man, I would l- I would love to know what Wes Craven's Scream Five would have looked like. Or if he would have been like, no, I think that one's done, guys. <laughs> I think we're moving on to something else. I think that movie's just done. We squeezed everything we can out of that one. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? What, right, what, did you, what did you really hate about? Before you score, what did you really hate about this movie? Stupidity of characters. Yeah, but that's just a horror thing.
2: Well, I mean, that's been <laughs> it's been an ongoing thing in Scream since Scream 1.
0: Yeah. I mean, the rules, you got to follow the rules. You don't follow the rules, you're dead. And, and even for you in this one, you, you sometimes you when know, you do follow the rules, rules, you're, you're dead. still dead. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dead if it's convenient for everybody else.
0: <laughs> if you're, if it's convenient for the script, you're dead. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and there are so I, many points. Uh, there are so So one famous scene, I want to say the scene that we'll move the score. Right. One famous scene, the first one is when Jamie Kennedy playing Randy Meeks in the first one is watching Halloween and he's, he's drunk on the couch when everyone else had left the party. And he's like, no, look behind you, Jamie. And it's funny because he's talking to Jamie Curtis. His name is Jamie in real life. Look behind you. And the killer, he puts the knife up and he's about to plunge down. And then he hears Sydney yelling in the front yard, help, help, help. Someone out there, please help. And the killer goes, so the same scene is recreated here. Only it's Randy's sister's daughter who's yeah. in the same position, literally watching the same movie. No, she's watching Stab. She's, she's, she's watching the original. She's watching her uncle on the screen, do the same thing that he was doing in the real life. And yeah, yeah. ghost is behind this person, yeah, bro. And literally brings the knife down, misses. And then we cut away. What, what, what happens? That's it. What happens in that, in, in, in that, in that tussle? Because both those I mean, the girl on the couch comes back again. She plays a very pivotal role. a few minutes later, what the <laughs> hell happened? Well, what are you going
2: to do? I'm probably going to stay here, smoke a little weed and make <laughs> out with Francine. <laughs> Francine looks over at her and gives her the head nod. So one thing
0: one thing I wanted to say, and Chris, I think you're gonna agree with me, is this is this is the millennials this is the millennial scream, but it takes it one step further. And why I don't like millennial films is like they don't answer questions. This one doesn't even ask the questions. It doesn't even like attempt to explain how that soiree ended. You know, it just does that make
1: any sense to you? I mean it doesn't, but at the same time, it, it it got us to that point, you know. Like it cuts away, and then it cut, and you you cut back to these characters, and you know, there's been a tussle, you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't. Know I think that was just. And, and off screen.
0: I mean, one last Sorry. thing is is motive is very important in screen films. Did you guys did you guys believe the motive? Did you guys buy it? Actually,
2: so what if I think the motive is the most believable thing because people are just stupid assholes at this point. yeah (laughs) that's not a bad point i didn't hate the motive i just didn't
0: love it you know i love the motives and most of the screen at least it was a different motive yeah i mean i'll give you that at least it was a different motive um again i just i was kind of lukewarm on it but all right let's move to score it um we've been talking for a long
2: time on this one let's move to score. i'll go first all right um so i think this movie's about as average as you can get Um, Does it feel like a Scream movie? Yeah, most of the time. Is it very good? I can't say yes or no, honestly. Um, Listen, the first Scream movie will always be the best one. Nothing will be better than that to me. Um, It's a decent slasher
1: flick, I guess,
2: but this movie's only average to me. It's a five.
1: Chris? Hmm. Yeah, I want to give it, like, higher than a five, but I... I just can't, and I don't think I could hit five. It, it's only way I could recommend this movie to somebody is if they like this kind of movie. This isn't like, oh, you should see this movie. It's actually pretty cool. It's, you know, oh, you like Scream? Go watch it. It's cool. You know, this is a four and a half. I, it just doesn't make the cut for an average recommended recommendation for me. However, we'll see if the next one does better because now that they've awoken her serial killer tendencies by letting her kill people at the end, we'll definitely, we're definitely getting another one. Is this a new Dexter?
0: <laughs> this, is yeah. a pre- this is a prequel to Home Alone and Dexter. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna go. I mean, I think this movie's a six, and I'm I'm being more generous it than I than I should. But I mean, to me, the first one's a nine or a, a nine and a half or a ten. So I mean, the first one's I think as good as it can possibly be, and that's a, you know that. But this I I'm I'm saying I'm being generous to this because I think I was harder on it than I should have been, given how much I love the first one. So I mean, my initial my initial score would have been a four. But I thought about right. it some more and I mean I like what they, they did a lot of good things you brought the trio back you know you you know you kept the lineage you kept the family thing um, you did a lot of great things you you, you kept the rules in, in, in check you know you, you had a lot of great one liners that referred to the other you screen you kept rules in check
2: when it mattered
0: yeah but I mean I don't know I'm probably going to look back on this and you know one of my regrets one day but this is a six I, I, I wish this would have been a nine Ooh. I wish very disappointed that it wasn't a nine I was looking forward to this movie so much Oh, guys, I'm disappointed. But anyway, never, never hope. This has been episode 262A of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service. Every choice of the following five iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. But more importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at LoveCinemaPod. I am at Maxwell one
2: I am at Rod Stillion. Uh, I'm Christopher Bond.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. Send us an email to For the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be taking a look at The Power of Dog and The Unforgivable, both Netflix films. So that's, 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 that's exciting, right?
2: Sure. Yeah. Right. Woo!